Hello, everyone. My name's Hank Settle. And I'm Casey McBride. And we're here with another fun episode of Scare Crazy Shamans. So thank you so much for tuning in, whether you're catching us live or you're catching us on the replay. And oh, I just want to throw out, too, that we had some amazing recent episodes. So go back and check out Spiritual Healings Part 1, Spiritual Healings Part 2. It's been one of the more popular shows that we recently put out and a lot of great information in there. And that it's kind of been just rolling since then. Like, what next topic? We're kind of talking about the same thing. It just keeps evolving as we're discussing it. And one other quick thing, um, because of the way we're streaming now, we do not see real-time comments um, on all places. So if you want to be sure that your comment is being seen, you can go to YouTube. You can make your comments on YouTube. You can uh, go to the Stir Crazy Shamans page. You can see the link I put there for Messenger. Or you can actually text. We got a text number now. You can text to 440-772-0324 and just be sure to include your name so we can uh, reference you. So Casey, man, how's your magic happening today? Oh, man. <laughs> There's been so much magic. Um, uh, one of these uh, really simple exercises, really simple but very profound and powerful exercises we've learned uh, just recently in the apprenticeship um, has been, um, wow, it made me realize that really powerful healing, one, doesn't have to take a long time, two, can be very easy, and um, I don't know, there was a third one there, but it's gone. But anyway, last night um, something happened and uh, there were some old um, sort of patterns that um, started to come up, uh, and I was feeling really good the whole day, did a lot of readings, was feeling awesome. Uh, but then uh, some, of these, some of these old patterns started to come up later in the evening. And um, <clears throat> I just did this simple exercise um, that we, uh, you know, just bringing energy in, um, you know, going through this, these uh, like simple steps to do this. And um, I went from like really think, thinking I might have to reach out to Hank or Zane, like, I need a clearing, I need to, and then Spirit was like, no, just do the Salmon Chikui. And um, I did that, and um, wow, I felt amazing. I was like, better than, how to put it? Um, you know, like some people on the weekend, when they wanna like party or have a good time, they'll like smoke cannabis or drink, and like that's how they're like, oh, I'm feeling really great partying. Like this was way better than that. <laughs> <laughs> and all I had to do was like a simple I mean, literally, I'm sitting there in bed just laughing and smiling and like felt so body and energy felt so good and um, so uh, that was really magical for me last night just the, that realization of like really powerful very effective healing uh, can be just super simple Right. And to create a little context around this, uh, like Casey said, he's in the Shaman Apprenticeship Program. And uh, one of our teachers, teachers had a really hard time for many, many years doing a technique called a huchiniqui, which is a, a process where the shaman will bring in a heavy energy and actually digest that heaviness and transmute it into light. And uh, the guy had a problem with it for years and years and years. And finally, one of the Pacos uh, said something, or well, one of the teachers said something to him. He's like, well, when you eat a sandwich, like, are you telling your body, like, how to digest it or do you just eat it <laughs> you know like you're not having to tell it what to do so with that the intention and the awareness to just start something is how easy all this stuff is and the salmon chikui literally translates to father's reign 
And it's a way of energetically bringing in this energy rain that washes all the heaviness effortlessly down through your energy field and then gives it to Pachamama, our beloved Earth Mother, who uses it as fertilizer to grow blessings for you. And therefore, you're, you're not just moving the energy, you're actually transmuting the energy. Oh, it's so beautiful. So I wanted to share this story of, because we're in magical moments today. I want to share this story of um, one of the first times that I really had a powerful experience where I met someone else who could consciously uh, like manipulate or, or control. I don't know. I don't like those words really, but um, do things with energy other than me. Um, so this is a fun story. So um, this is when I was going through my awakening process and just, um, you know, could see energy, feel it, and um, was still just trying to figure out what the heck is kind of going on. And I knew I could see this stuff and, and, and like play and create these like powerful charges and parts of my body and like other people could feel them and I could like shock people with it and all of this <laughs> stuff. And um, uh, then I, uh, so the one day I, I went up to Huntington Beach here in, uh, in Ohio, Bay Village, and um, I was just hanging out and then, um, uh, I saw this dude walk by in this like giant, he was like in cosplay. I didn't know it at the time, but he, I just saw this dude in this big, um, how to put it, not like trench coat, but um, just this big like cloak jacket, like outfit thing. Like he looked like a, like a Legolas archer or something like that. And I was like, oh, these people look fun. So again, I'm just learning about energy and playing with it and uh, still not really knowing what's going on. So I went over and was talking to them. And I was like, hey, you want to see something really wild? And uh, he's like, uh, sure. I said, all right, hold your hands out. And I had him hold his hands out like this. Then I created this little charge of energy in my finger. And I had him close his eyes. And I said, all right, um, which hand uh, do you feel a tingling sensation in? And he's like, uh, this one. And then he opened his eyes and it was like, my finger was right there. And he's like, oh, that was weird. <laughs> so um, so it was playing around with that, with like the, that little group of people there. And they were like, hey, there's this um, uh, meetup. It was, uh, they call it, it as the post Colossal Con meetup for, uh, it's like a big um, uh, like comic book and anime convention um, that happens in, I don't know if it's throughout the country or just in Ohio or something, but um they were like, hey, we're having a meetup here at the beach. It was like they had the con, and this was like the meetup afterward. And uh, so I went, followed them and went over to this gazebo, and there's all these, you know, <laughs> people dressed in costumes. And uh, it was, like, super fun. I was just hanging out with them and, like, playing with energy. Um, and then uh, we were playing this role-playing game. There was this book where you, like, do this role like real-life role-playing stuff. And um, I got chosen to be the... Um, the leader of this adventure we were going on. And um, so I led us <laughs> through uh, like the, the four little patch of woods behind where the beach is. And um, so at the time, again, I still wasn't, wasn't really sure what was going on with the things that I was seeing and feeling, but I was just, I was leading us through this thing and they're like, Oh, I'm like, all right, there's an enemy nearby. And then I look over and I saw this giant, like, a demonic looking being with an energy. And uh, so, and I'm, so I'm still not even sure what I'm seeing. It's like, if I'm making that up or not at this time. So I was just <laughs> like, all right, everyone go fight that monster over there. And to my knowledge, no one else can see this. 
Um, so everyone runs over in different parts of the woods and they're waving their rep weapons around and stuff. And then this one woman that was with us, I just saw this like huge flame thing of energy come and like, just like destroy that being. And I'm like, what did, <laughs> what did I just see? So um, uh, I'm still kind of like, okay, am I really like, what's going on? So we're walking back up afterwards. I'm like, all right, good job. We defeated the thing. And we're walking back up and she comes up to me and she goes, hey, good job at spotting that demon. And I was like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> she was like, yeah, well, you saw it. You pointed to it. And I was like, you can see that too? <laughs> she goes, yeah, how, how could you not? <laughs> and um, so we talked for like a minute and then we were walking back and I'm just still like, other people can see this stuff? <laughs> And, and it's not um, in your head. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's walking. Uh, she was walking ahead of me. And we're walking up this hill. And she d does this with her hand. She goes. And then I saw this purple flame, like really clearly, like just as clearly as I'm seeing it through my eyes, um, like <laughs> coming out of her hand. And I was I just busted out laughing. And she goes, what? And I said, I can see that. And she goes, the purple flame. And I go, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the first big moment where I was like, oh, you're well, not making it up. I'm not crazy. <laughs> well, maybe I am crazy, but <laughs> to the average person. Zane hasn't said it in our class yet. He's going to say, yeah, shamans are crazy, but there's important work to do in the crazy. <laughs> yeah. So how appropriate we actually named this show Stir Crazy Shamans. It's very uh, <laughs> purposeful it. in a way. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that was a really, and then um, just, and so that was the first time I'd ever encountered, I think, someone using energy to actually um, like do any kind of healing work. And because later on, um, we were just, I was talking or asking all kinds of questions like, what is this stuff? And she later ended up becoming like my first uh, human teacher. And I only ever had like three times where we got together and she was teaching me stuff about how to work with energy. But it, just those three times getting together with her, like I learned more than almost any other human teacher I have learned from at this point, up until I think I'm Zane, because uh, I can already tell just from what I've learned these couple times that this is going to be like a whole other level. Um, <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen anything yet. Okay, I know. Really great. But <laughs> so, I need, and he actually he got a new computer now, so I don't know if he had a chance. But I posted a handout last night. The thing is, I'm like, oh my gosh, like where was this all my life? You know? oh. Like he really he put together some really good um, supplements to what we're learning, oh, which I is unheard of. When he, when he first started teaching, he wouldn't do a handout. Period. It's like if you didn't get it, come back next time. You know, and like now he actually gives you handouts and oh, awesome. <laughs> lets us record them and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> That's great. But um, yeah, so that was um. That was like really, that was one of my, not my first magical moment, but like one of the big, like pivotal magic moments in my life was um, that, that night when that, all of that happened. That was incredible. <laughs> so. Very cool. Yeah. If coming to the awareness that there's nothing wrong with you and all that kind of stuff. That's a great moment of just a moment of clarity that changes you forever. Oh yeah. <laughs> and if you're just joining us, if you have uh, comments or things that you want to contribute, you can definitely do that. If you're on Shaman's Way, we'll see those comments come through. If you're on any of the other Facebook pages, we're not going to see it because of the way we're streaming now. So if you want, you can go to our Facebook page, send us a message through Messenger uh, so we can interact. You can text us now. Um, or also the best thing is in the description, there's a link to our YouTube channel. If you watch on YouTube, make a comment from there. We definitely see that as well.
Very cool. We're we're big time now. We got a phone number. We got a phone line. <laughs> Look at that. You can you can dial in. Yeah, you can <laughs> dial in. I mean, I'm I'm sure I could figure out a way to actually bring someone that was calling in on too, but uh, we'll we'll just take it one show at a time. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh. and I did get some of our first negative feedback yesterday. Ooh. Yeah, there's this one lady that since we've been on earlier now, she she scolded. Well, I don't want to use the word scolded. She was talking to Ryan and she's like, Will you well, what if you two guys move your show? Because she listens to both of us. So she's <laughs> not she's not happy that we're out in the mornings now because like she has to catch one on the replay and can't catch it live. Oh. <laughs> but, but the cool thing is the person who it is, I didn't even know they were listening yet. So it's like another person that's been watching like almost every episode and, and everything like that that uh that we didn't know is out there that is getting great um just is really enjoying everything so very oh, cool so yeah we, we aren't planning on we weren't trying to go over ryan saying that um casey's had so many magical moments and some pe people reaching out to him for readings that he kind of accidentally booked over our normal time for like a week or so <laughs> <laughs> oh, how does it get any better than that yeah. oh we're seeing it at the same time <laughs> you know and if you're looking to create magical moments in your life what that question that we just asked that is a recipe for magic everything that happens in your life whether you just stubbed your toe you just got into a car accident you just won the lottery or you just had your first baby you ask how does it get any better than this and the universe can't wait to show you because no matter if you're in a place that you look at and judge as negative or positive the universe will give you an experience that shows you how it gets better so you ask that as much as you can throughout the day casey's been doing it just for a week and oh, his whole yeah. life has changed, literally. <laughs> oh, the questions in general. One of the things. Oh, let me share this. This is cool. <laughs> so, um, uh, again, uh, I, I'm a licensed massage therapist, uh, and well, and now I think it's shifting more in the direction where the primary thing is for career-wise. I am a, a psychic reader, but uh, before this little shift, I was primarily licensed massage therapist and um, the COVID-19 thing shut massage therapy down. It's been like two months or something, or maybe even longer. No, no, not two months. It's been, it's been definitely like a month and a half at least. Yeah. But no, I was, I was, we started doing this after we started having to go virtual. It was like one week. So it's like, yeah, it's about a month and a half. It's like, cause it's going to be our 40th episode on Sunday. And we started doing that after like the second spirit lodge. So that's about two. You're you're right in the ballpark. Mm. I was so, just doing math in my head. That's all. That's what you <laughs> smelled for us, burning or whatnot. <laughs> um. Uh, so yeah. So um, at, at one point, you know, I'm I, I have been doing a lot of work to uh, like my uh, manifest, asking questions and doing things to manifest financial abundance. And when I switched over to the questions instead of the informa informations, one of the things that I asked, and this was just um. I started asking this, I don't know, like a, well, it was a week prior to starting the whole psychic reading, like officially as a business thing. Um, I had asked the question, uh, what can I do? What can I be? What can I allow in order to actualize a thousand dollars within a week? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know you asked this question. Okay, cool. <laughs> and, um, and in the first week, within the first four or five days of doing this, I actualized a thousand dollars. Psychic readings. So um, the questions, asking these questions, actualization, manifestation, whatever you want to call it, 
Yeah, it's real. It works. <laughs> it works 100% of the time if you're in the space to allow it and to work and to receive it. Uh, and that's the key, if you're in the space to allow it. And if you're not, then another tool that we have been working with Casey on, and uh, I gave one the other day online. So if you go back to the episode yesterday, I think I did uh, two clearings on that. But there's also an energetic way to bring up whatever the block is. And then you you pot and pocket. It's a short version of a clearing statement, which means point of destruction and point of creation, which essentially means every place where you're destroying yourself as an infinite being and not allowing this, you go to that place and undo it. And every place where you're creating lies of limitation and lies of illusion to pretend that something that is so isn't or vice versa. Uh, it, so it goes to the source of wherever you have the pitfalls of not allowing something and starts to unwind it and basically shift it for you. <laughs> oh yeah that um uh now and i find that you can also do these clearings just through questions because mm -hmm. it's a clearing statement but the questions are really powerful in clearing too like when it, if you feel something and that's what I've, I've really been paying attention to um like for example if you're trying to actualize something and you ask a question and then you feel like somewhere like as you ask that there's like ooh some tense like your body mm -hmm. tense up. There's some heaviness. Then go into that spot and ask like, what is my body acknowledging right now that I'm not willing to recognize? Feel mm -hmm. how that shifts. And then I just continue to do this line of questions like, what is the lesson that this is trying to teach me? Can I learn this lesson without the heaviness? Is it possible for people <laughs> to learn this lesson right now and move on? Can I, and am I ready to release all of this energy right now? Is it okay for me to release that energy? And just keep asking those questions until it gets later and later and later, and then it's gone. Yeah, you know, you you just rephrase some, a whole bunch of access questions in your own words. It's so awesome to see that. <laughs> like, like I could I could show you the list of like things that you normally ask, and you just like just hit a, a whole bunch of them that <laughs> in your own words that because because the question is only about bringing up the energy. And once you have the awareness of the energy, what do you do to shift it? Whether that's an energy process, asking another question, running a clearing statement, or whatever the case is. But you just keep like one question leads you to an awareness that leads to another question, and never are you looking for an answer. You're just looking for an awareness and when and with that awareness you make a new choice and you ask another question <laughs> i love that you know that the first time i did that i think it was on air when i was like i'm going to guide us through something i didn't know what i was about to guide us through and then those questions came through and then it was i had a session with someone where i and i can feel things happening in other people's bodies uh also so i felt like some real heaviness in response to something that happened and I guided this person through the same process. And I was like, wow. And and the question <laughs> just came through like from spirit. And um, it was really amazing. It just, again, like effortless healing, like no yeah. effort involved. And, um, <laughs> and uh, uh, so, um, yeah, but that's amazing that that came through. And that is like, <clears throat> like obviously whoever structured or create, you know, created access was tapped into something similar that like I'm tapping into. And I think maybe the introduction through you to like these concepts has like given me greater access to right. whatever that is out there in the ether. Well, and and also there's some people that go like full access and don't do anything else. And I'm one of the people that I, I, I love, like I have shamanism here, I have access here, and it's the same set of tools, but one's way, with way, way more contemporary language than the original tradition. And I just find that the, the two together work really good in tandem. So mm. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why oh. I was saying I, I would love to have a shamans only like Mars Day and uh, have everybody in the apprenticeship like, you know, learn bars and see like, oh my gosh, what would happen? It's going to be so fun. <laughs> uh, um,
oh wow <laughs> something something really fun came up and then it was like poof in my head bring it back <laughs> come on spirit where are you i'll ruin the kite come back inspiration <laughs> oh no it disappeared it's gone it's good <laughs> um uh, it was a magical moment too i'm so where did you go a, a moment of silence for our fallen words Laughter doesn't count. <laughs> you know, we, should, we should do that from now on. Whenever we lose something, a moment of silence for our fallen words. Okay, we'll do it. It reminds me of uh, like how that even just brought up this energy of laughter and everything. Like when, One of my magical moments was at fellowships. At, after you go through at least one year, there's two-year program, you can be invited to this. Uh, it's like a a four weekend series called the hundredth monkey. And one of the weekends is a completely silent retreat and all the shenanigans and the play, you know, we talk about the word Puglii a lot on the show, meaning sacred play. And when it's just silence, you yourself and your soul doing rounds of meditation and yoga and the times that you're not doing something, there's just this amazingly playful energy. And since you don't have to screw it up with words, you just get to have the experience of having all the fun. And so it's uh, just, you know, from building like little caves out in the snow because there was like a ton of snow and making these little things with a little Buddha, carved a Buddha so you could go in and meditate it was, like in this little snow cave. It was just amazing. And I lost an earphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spirits like pook lag me, like whack, backs it out of my ear. Oh, yeah. No, um, I, uh, I was on a um, retreat uh, in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, I don't know why I have to say San Antonio and Texas, but I, both of the words came out there. Um, well, but, people could be watching from another country. I have no idea where there you go. Is, that, so, yeah. that, that was why I said it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, um, yeah. And uh, I just remember um, uh, there was, uh, it was the first time I'd been around like a big group of people that were all um, consciously like uh, working with energy um oh we have someone saying monkey is an incredible experience <laughs> yeah oh, Connie kind of knows knows us from fellowships or knows me uh -huh. from fellowships Very cool. thank you for joining us connie <laughs> but um yeah i remember um uh just being in that space of like you know running up to someone like hey you know let me try this thing i just thought of with energy and like playing and i remember at one point um there was like this song playing this music and i just ran over and uh <laughs> I, I had this idea of like three people, we all hold hands and then that like beat of the energy from like the, uh, the base, I was going to like poof, poof, pulse that through our bodies. And then we were all like feeling these powerful, like pulses, oh. of, like energy coming through. And so that was, um, you, you made me think of something that was awesome. My friend Brian, he's in Hawaii now, but before he left, uh, he, at one point he lived in this condo place and, um, there was a like a community pool or whatnot and we thought you know what would be fun like let's take our crystal balls and stuff and just like float them in the water and get in like play the balls in the water <laughs> it was oh, awesome cool. because like the vibration was just like it was subtle it <laughs> was subtle but i mean when you have like a 20 inch bowl it still gets going the only near uh catastrophe was one of them went going too much and it just kind of started moving through the water like a speedboat because of that, I don't know, but it was going right for a wall, and he caught it just before uh, <laughs> it broke. And then, it, then we got invaded by teenagers, and uh, we stopped doing it. But it was like for the moment that we had, it was like really cool. So if you have, a, well, I have twenty-one crystal bowls. So if you got the pool, I got the bowls. Like maybe we can have a, you know, a little hey. uh, vibration sound party. 
Hank, I got a pool. You do have a pool. No There's shit. A pool in our condo company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's not like a private pool, but still, it's possible. Well, there, there's there's a lot of the time that there's no one down there, so oh, oh yeah. And if they do come, like they, maybe they're supposed to be there, right? It's like uh, one time I was at just this most last year. Uh, Goddess Elite had a Goddess Elite's a local shop, and they had a two bus trips. So they had one one day where we brought two buses up uh, to Lilydale, and we always planned the bus trip on purpose to be the same day as Fellowships of the Spirits Fun Fest. And so we go up there and I brought one of my friends who um, was free because there was like oh, two, two extra seats in the bus. Go figure. I'm like, well, you know, I was going to drive up there anyway, but uh, I'll just ride the bus. And we went up to Inspiration Stump and it was just us. We started doing the ceremony. And then like these two other people come down and I'm like, well, you're here. Obviously, you're supposed to be part of it. So I was walking in through. We were building like a Kintu despacho and doing all this stuff. And I did like a blessing for them. And then later on, they happened to be in this class with my friend Pilar now that she was doing like this whole name workshop and she just had a go around and those two people were there and they just said, well, you know, in all the years we've been coming to Lilydale, there was just such this a magical thing. And they talked about the ceremony and shared that that was what they chose to share. And I'm in that class. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'd never realized how impactful that was going to be for them. So it was just like, for me, that was like a cool little magical moment. I had no point of view about them being there or not being there, but it had a huge impact on them. And then that was so much so that they were like telling everybody about this cool magical experience at Lilydale and inspiration stuff. Yeah, you know, um, there, sometimes we think of—I uh, don't know. Like again, it's that we make things more difficult and, uh, than than they have to be. And uh, so sometimes I think, like you know, when I do—at least not anymore—I'm I'm <laughs> losing this that mindset more and more and more every day. But there was a long time, and it was like you know, I'd sit there, and if I was doing an energy healing session or something for someone, you know. Um, like that, uh, you know, when I would really channel powerful energy to this complex work, I was like, wow, that was like, you know, that, that had to have changed that person's life. And sometimes it, you know, was really amazing mm -hmm. for them. Um, but then, uh, you know, like uh, starting doing these readings, you know, I, I remember um, like a couple times, like a quick little simple message would come through from spirit. And uh, the person is just like, like break down in tears and like the huge realizations and like, and to me, the message made no sense at all. And it was just a quick little like, oh, here's what they said. And um, yeah, so sometimes those passing quick little like, yeah, I don't know why I'm saying that are like the most powerful experiences. One thing too, just related to healing, healing is not always a cure. I used to volunteer for Hospice of the Western Reserve and I would sit vigil with people and also go in and do, well, I said I was doing Reiki, but I just went in and did what I did. Uh, but very oftentimes the day after I would work with someone, like the day after they would pass away or what, what holding vigil, I would go and I sit with them and they would pass away. And, uh, you know, I, I got fired from doing that because I didn't go to a volunteer thing. Like you had to go to one volunteer meet and greet per year and I didn't go. So I wasn't eligible to volunteer anymore. I'm like, really? Like you're not going to let me volunteer because I could go to a baseball game. But I'm like, all right, I guess it's uh, I guess my time with that is done for now. But <laughs> it was like such a, a beautiful experience because like the healing energy isn't always necessarily like the physical body getting better. It's sometimes just holding the space for someone to have the empowerment in their soul to choose something different and not hang on anymore or whatever the case is. Mm. Yeah, healing happens on all all different levels, and um, the way that healing happens for people, like you know, there's an in, you know, uh, how to put that, it can happen in so many different ways that like you, you don't even expect, and uh, like it can, like I remember my friend Jameson, um, who is might be on tomorrow, we'll see, uh, but he's Let's been see. on the past few Sundays, 
um, you know, he had his awakening experience and, um, uh, and I hadn't talked to him in uh, like a, a month. Uh, no, like it had been like six months uh, and spirit, I don't know what spirit came through and told me to do this, but to me, I just thought, I wonder if he wants to get Chinese food. Let me call and see if he wants to get Chinese. Hmm. So I just thought I was calling Jameson to see if he wanted to get Chinese food and uh, got him on the phone. And he was like, dude, I don't know what just happened to me. And I'm like, okay. What's going on? So um, I talked, uh, I was talking to him and he explained this experience that just happened. I'm like, listen, you're not crazy. You just had a spiritual awakening. Uh, and then a uh, guy like kept talking him through it. I'm like, I'm like, okay. And uh, like just relating experiences he had, like things that had happened to me and all of this. And, um, and uh, he is now like, <laughs> well, you, you, you've met him. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, hey, great, yeah. Great conversations. And there's two episodes with him. So we had the first one. I still have these in uh, the first one he did. We were supposed to talk about Norse mythology and we didn't, we talked about everything else. So if you go to that one, you'll find uh, all kinds of just different stories of how divinity uh, presents in your life. And then we just had him on last Sunday and we did awakening, which was like the topic for the first show but we actually talked about norse mythology <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, we'll see if we happen to have them on tomorrow but uh really good if you watch the first one though with a child uh, we we were a little bit more raw in that one with the, the terms of word choice so just be mindful if you're watching the little ones if you have a point of view that language is bad but um, if not then you know if you go to an access class gary's telling kids to shut the f up when they're being bad and stuff like that so it's like well what if language and it being bad or the use of those words is just a point of view and is only is only weighted if you give it weight so right oh that that was so there was a uh, no no i just realized it's not an appropriate story to share Oh no! Well, good to you for having the awareness, sir. And just a couple other comments. Uh, Connie was just saying she loves these shows. We love that you're here with us. Thank you so much for your contribution. And then someone just checking in from Cleveland, Ohio. Hello. Which I love the word Ohio. How magical is it that in the tradition that we're oh. learning, Ohio, Ohio. You know, it means like attention. So like you, it sounds like uh, people are always thinking I'm saying the word Ohio. Which is one reason I started using e e a little bit more because so I wouldn't have that confusion. But in the Quechua language, the the word Ohio, like in that way, means attention, spirit, who I'm about to call. <laughs> Just kind of kind of a fun little. Uh, there's there's an uh, there's a lot of different languages where Ohio means something. In Japanese, Ohio is um, uh, good morning. I don't know if you. Knew that. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. That's great. <laughs> I just like the the terrible jokes you can make with it too. What's high in the middle and round on both ends? Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> you never you never heard that one? You gotta be never heard that. Oh no, that, that's a great little pun. Am I, <laughs> I didn't think you would uh, not have heard that before. How long have you lived here? <laughs> uh, only there, apparently under a rock. Only <laughs> since my inception on this planet. Oh uh, <laughs> wow. Well, you know, it's it's fine though. Like if you've never heard that before, it's cool. Uh, uh, we just can't be friends cool anymore now. It's not cool at all, is it? <laughs> no. Well, I'll give you a pass. If you give me a pass on not having to grow a beard to hang out with you, yeah, I will, there you uh, go. give you a pass on the joke. Yeah. Yeah. On Sunday, I feel very awkward because Jameson also has like this big long beard, and then I'm here. I'm like got nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, 
Maybe you should be in the space of allowance to see what a beard would be like if it were to actualize. I, I, I used to have a beard. I used to, there's pictures of me with a full beard. I never grew it as long as you did, but I, I had a beard at one point in time. Oh, I want to see that. Oh, <laughs> I, a picture I, will, I don't oh, Where do I have that picture? I, I don't know. Well, you, if you have a story to tell, I will try to find such picture. <laughs> that, though it might, it might um, change people's point of view about me after they see it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because it's it doesn't come in well on me. There's like a spot where there's always like this gap. So like unless I trimmed it a very certain way, it always looked a little wonky. But I didn't so, care. But how how <laughs> but how how long did you let it grow out though? Over a year. Over a year. Okay. I was gonna say usually with people's beards, uh, like it it you have to wait at least five to six months to see what your beard will look like when it's grown out. Because um, people grow for like two months and they're like, it doesn't grow in well. I said, well, you haven't given a chance for all those smaller hairs to like grow and become thicker and stronger. No, but I wondered now, was I trimming it? I, I don't really, I don't know. And if I did grow another one, I would also want to uh, take into account my wife's point of view about having a long beard like that. I don't know. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> It's funny, like the first one I grew up, nobody liked it. And then when I had it and I cut it off, everybody was upset that I cut it off. I'm just like, well, you guys pick what you like, you know? I guess people just don't like change. <laughs> they, they want you to stay the same, never change. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll find it for the night. For tomorrow, I'll find it. I don't want to mess with too much time trying to find this picture that's going to never, <laughs> never go away. I remember um, my, uh, you know, when I was, uh, applying for different jobs, uh, like when I was first became a massage therapist and stuff. Uh, um, and, you know, I used to whenever I was, and I've had a, like more jobs than people at my age have uh, probably had the majority of people, but uh, I would always like, so there were times when I would have like, I had like a little goatee. Sometimes when I grew up like sideburns and a goatee and then like had a little beard. Oh. And, um, and so like, uh, but always before like a, a job interview where I really wanted the job, I'd always shave the beard because I had this like point of view that like to be professional, you should shave and like look clean cut and all that. And then um, uh, at one point I like really started to grow. I grew like the full beard and it was really coming in. And I was like, you know what? Um, if I'm going to work somewhere where they're going to judge me over like having a beard or not, and that's going to be the deciding factor of if, if I'm going to work there, that's not the energy of a place that I want to work uh, at. So, you know what? I'm going in with a beard. If they accept bearded Casey, then that's a, a better indicator for me that that's a good place for me to be a part of. And ever since then, I've never shaved my beard and also haven't, well, actually, I have never once had a job interview in my entire <laughs> life that I went for that I did not get offered the job. Um, so beard or not, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, sh I shift. Yeah. So that's, I don't know why I felt like sharing that, but <laughs> no. Well, and was that your, your point of view or is it your awareness of everybody else's point of view? And then you just didn't care. But as long as you don't care, then it wouldn't affect you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then, uh, Deborah says, thanks. Hank, I have attended some of your class classes at Goddess Elite. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> so uh, thank you. Know. All of these magical people joining in. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of Goddess Elite, the store is reopening on the 12th. So oh, if you have been cool. waiting for the store to reopen, and I think she is still going to on Thursday nights. It streams to my profile, um, Sonic Shaman, Goddess Elite's profile. She does like a hour, um, like virtual buying, like a, a metaphysical QVC hour. Uh, so if you are still going to be mindful about not going out, um, you can do that. And uh, also anything on the web store, she can uh, sell and ship to you too. She's never met Casey before, but he's so down to earth. 
Does that, oh, look at that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it makes sense. Like, you could be like one of the old dwarfs from the movies, like that big beard. So that's kind of like an earth, earth being. <laughs> Very earthly energy. And you were just talking about the whole cosplay and fighting the stuff. That reminds me of like, um, I was a member for years of the SCA, which is Society for Creative Anachronisms, and you would reenact battles and stuff like that. I was more like the drummer guy. I didn't uh, go put the chainmail on and run around with PVC swords, but uh, it was a fun time. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I think Jameson used to do that. Uh, I don't know if it was that or if it was something. No, it was called. Dagger her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Th th those are the foam bopper people. Uh, uh, SCA is like the high density bamboo or PVC people. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, but they, they both, and then both of them we, end up going we to the need to ask We need to, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. We need to oh, ask some stories about that next time he's on because he's told me some stories about Daggerheim that I was like, wow, that sounds like such an adventure. But, oh, uh, they, they'll build like huge forts in the woods and stuff, and like you'll have like these epic battles. They're like, trying to play capture the flag, but it's like a little bit more elaborate than that. Uh, yeah. But it's like, yeah, they get pretty intense with all of it. And he was telling me the one where he was at this, like, it was like a three-day thing. Yeah. They were all doing it for... Well, I know there's a seven-day one in Pennsylvania called Penzik. Oh, maybe it was seven days. Then. Yeah. And then it's like, think Braveheart, but for real, like, people, like, big battlefield with hundreds of people, like, clashing together, like, having a fake, a real fake battle. But then they were, he's saying there are, like, these... um. There are like uh, like different guilds within that, so you can be like the, you, he was he was like a part of the Assassins Guild and like all this crazy stories that happen around. Well, we just have to have him on and ask him about. Them. Don't don't let me forget, or you remember if I forget to ask him about those stories. <laughs> no, uh, definitely, I have an interest in that. In fact, that was part of the reason I got into all this work. Talk, bringing it back to magic moments, one of my first readings of all time was with a, a, a lady from Lowdale named Barbara Sanson. And she doesn't travel much, but at the time, uh, I don't know how they coaxed her to travel, or maybe she just traveled back in the day uh, for teaching a gratitude workshop. And then she did private readings. And so I signed up for one and she gave me like three past lives that I had been. And she gave me one was of a peasant, one of like a monk and one of like a nobleman. And when I was in the SCA and she didn't know this, but I had three costumes for when I would go out and do these things that I had a monk costume, I had a peasant costume and I had a nobleman costume. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, wow. I'm like, I wonder if my interest in the, you know, the Renaissance and that, that thing was like things coming up from past lives that needed healing or my awareness of something, who knows, but, uh, and that's cool. going to be one of our topics for next week. We're going to have a whole episode on past lives. So I'm not sure which yeah. day it's going to be. We're going to have past lives next week. And we're also going to have Ryan Dean on. We're going to be talking about empaths. We're going to have a whole episode on that. And I got a few other guests, hopefully, in the hopper uh, as well. But those uh, two topics for next week, so stay tuned. And tomorrow, we're either going to have Jameson on or we're going to do um, channelings with Casey where we'll just pose a couple questions and see what messages from spirit come through. So we, that will be one of the two things tomorrow. Um, so speaking of uh, like these uh, Daggerheim, or whatever you call it, SCA, um, and all and magical moments around that, someone I knew, uh, it was that uh, the a uh, woman who was teaching me that I told that uh, the first story about today, a meeting, um, her teacher, uh, I spoke to him on the phone a couple times, asking him some questions about things. And uh, he was saying he did that as well. And he was uh, at one of those big events where there, there he was, um, there was like a like tournament, like a fighting tournament. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, he had, he, you know, very like into energy and manipulation and like past lives and like very skilled with all that stuff. And uh, at one point he's dressed up as this, um, you know, like full, like, you know, in armor, like knight fighting in this, uh, in this battle. And 
um, one of the past life versions of himself, who was like an actual knight that like fought in a lot of wars, um, came through into his body, like that full version of him as that like consciousness, as if it was he was still in that time, came through and like that was who was controlling the body in the middle of a battle. So, <laughs> so this version of himself um, thought that this was a real fight that he was fighting for his death. And so was actually trying to like kill this guy that he was oh, that he had a fake, didn't know he had a fake sword, but was like literally attempting to murder this person. And then oh. right as he was about to like really hurt the dude, he came back <laughs> from that. Good thing. <laughs> Ooh, that gives me all kinds of Ooh. Okay, cool. I, I'm gonna work with some uh some new awarenesses with that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. okay. No, well, but to, but to give a similar story, there has been, uh, I think I just said this one on a recent episode, but there was a okay, time where. I'm going to put you by yourself. I have to grab something real quick. So uh, That means he doesn't want you to see him in his pajama pants, is all that means. But anyway, uh, oh, what was my story? Oh, so I was working with a person, and I just had this awareness that they really needed something called the 13th Rite of Munaiki, and I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> and so, um, Basically, I'm like, well, who? I don't know what that is. And they're like, don't worry, uh, Lisa knows. I'm like, Lisa, who? Lisa, be your white mother. And so, basically, I brought her consciousness in and let her do this healing. And in shamanism, we say that you know you can call upon anybody's shadow self. And shadow is not a, a term in this context of being something negative. Shadow simply means as energy runs through something, like think of a, a, a waterfall that's creating electricity via a dam, right? The effect of the energy moving through something is the electricity so the shadow self is like the kind of like the the aspect of a person that is a result of energy moving through the cause patrick creating them but it's not necessarily their consciousness anyway that could be a whole topic in and of itself but uh, in in that way though i was calling on the shadow self i was calling on this aspect of of lisa so whether or not she was conscious of my request for help that part of you can come consciously or unconsciously it's a an asset that people like everybody watching this right now can be like calling my energy for healing or whatnot and my energy would come to you and just something you could do uh, but anyway if you're an allowance anyway. You're right. <laughs> if you have the point of view that you're not worthy to have Hank come to you, then you're, you're really screwed up to begin with. But yeah, then I won't come. But <laughs> you, you, you got me thinking the other day about that experience when I met with the Pacos on that mountain. Yeah. Like maybe I borrowed someone's body to do that. <laughs> so, yeah. to give a little, so to explain a little bit. So after um, our first uh, night of like this thing leading up to the shamanic apprenticeship, um, we went through the ceremony to kind of like introduce ourselves to the spirits and the lineage. Um, and uh, I was laying in bed and this like portal opened up in my room and there were these Pacos on like a mountain in the Andes. And I'm like, hey, come over here. And I stepped out of my body and walked through. But when I was there, um, this is, and I've done, I've been journeying for a long time, doing shamanic journeying for a long time. This was different in that, Everything, the senses that were coming through, the, through my eye, like sight, the touch, tactile sensations, the sounds, and everything were uh, indistinguishable from like this kind of physical experience that we're having here. Um, like so detailed and perfect. Like just, and um, I've had journeys where things are really, really clear before, but not as though it was literally like my physical body was there. And so Hank was like, well, how do you know you weren't in someone else's physical body? And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's called being a walk-in, a temporary one in this case, but yeah, for a dual <laughs> occupant, whatever you want to call it. 
Oh, so, interesting stuff. Yeah. Oh, talk about magic. <laughs> you know, and that just gave me a clarity. Like I, I've had these moments when I've been doing meditation um, and things where I get this vision that's so clear, like uh, just as clear as I'm seeing you with my eyes, like being somewhere. And then I've always never slip into it like it fleets away and like I, if i focus on it but you know what if that was my process of stepping into a body to take a look <laughs> and and like because i was trying to make it a visual thing and not a being thing or a body thing i've, I've always missed the mark on it so i'm looking forward it always happens during zane's breathing exercises like when we start to do that i'm just like i can feel my my being peeling out of my body and then i start having that experience and then i sometimes lose it or oftentimes lose it because of that so i'm Ooh, look at all the cool magical things unfolding <laughs> just from our conversation. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I, I'm curious to try the um, the, uh, the the breathing stuff. I'm really interested to see what that's like. I've done. Um, I discovered holotropic breath work on my own just through like researching different things, and um, so I like tried it just by myself. Um, yep. I don't know where that phone is, but okay, never mind. <laughs> my, my, my phone, I don't believe, is down here at all. So I don't know what's ringing. <laughs> what, what message does Spirit have for us? Today? I, I don't know. It must be God calling. It's the only being that can get there on a cell phone that doesn't exist. Yeah, probably. Well, I mean, there could be other beings. <laughs> no, but that's not the joke. Well, that, that joke comes from Neil Donald Walsh. I was in one of his workshops uh, years ago, Happier Than God in Baltimore. And he has a whole book. It's called Happier Than God. It's the mechanism of manifestation. Like, what could you be to be happier than God? Wow. <laughs> like, think about that question. But uh, in the middle of the class, somebody's phone goes off and he stops what he's doing. He's like, don't worry, everybody. It must be, it, this is important. It must be God calling because it's the only being in the universe that can get through on a cell phone that's been turned off. <laughs> like, he was like using it as a, a thing to tell us to turn off our phones. <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> I, I just slightly adapted it for for my purpose. <laughs> well, there he is again. It is there again. Okay, well, maybe I should go see what the cell phone is doing. I will be right back. Okie dokie. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'm by myself now. Telling, hey, what am I going to do? <laughs> they just threw me to the wolves there. But I guess I did that to him. Uh, so if anyone is interested, I guess I'm just going to plug myself here. Um, speaking of magical moments, if you'd like to have a little magical moment of your own, check out Shaman's Way. Um, if you're not already watching from there, uh, go to Shaman's Way on YouTube. And I do um, spirit guide readings. I've been doing like these free mini readings um, that if you choose to, you can have a full session after that if you enjoyed it. Um, but uh, they can be really cool, very powerful and healing. And uh, how fun is that to connect with? your spirit guides, uh, sometimes for the first time or a new guide you maybe never have met and to have like a real line of communication and get to actually ask them questions and hear their response. That's magical. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm back to save from the commercial. I'm kidding. No, but <laughs> seriously, if you, if you go subscribe to the YouTube channel, because if you find it on Facebook and he's already going probably chances are you're too late. <laughs> uh, because like I think I was looking at your last one, ninety-three comments in yeah. one of those. Uh, so so um, if you are interested in a reading, sign up on Facebook because as soon as the notification goes, it's kind of like, ooh, let me go in and check in real quick. You, and you still might not be. You still might not be the first one. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we yeah. got a good morning from Minnesota. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> <sighs> 
Thank you for spending time with us. Yeah, we are kind of migrating to earlier times because Casey's getting busy and uh, massage is kind of opening back up and all that. So we're probably going to be a little bit earlier um, in the mornings, but uh, you never know because we are also very fluid and flexible. So like there's sometimes we plan to go on at 11 and we end up going at eight or vice versa, but we're still planning to be on every day for now anyway. Yes. Oh, Liz is here. I just gave her a full session last night. So From the UK. <laughs> yes, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, you, you also had somebody uh, from Ireland that you were doing a thing for too, weren't you? Yeah. I remember seeing that because you recognized the name. You're like, I don't think this is Manny's girl. I think this is like Ireland. And that was right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that's cool. <laughs> oh, and uh, Wanda says that she watches us all the time. Awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, I love it. Uh, yes, I love yeah. to hear about people actually uh, enjoying, uh, you know, and, uh, and um, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. My awareness, though, is I think on a weekend, like 830, people are still rolling out of bed and stuff right. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But then I again, we have people. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, my kids are still sleeping, actually. Without being school, it was like, uh, there's no form or structure to anything. I kind of like it, but then there's other times I'm like, ah, it would be nice to have a little bit more structure, but not really. Uh, she was just saying, yep. Yeah, uh, I was reading last night. Thank you. And thank you. That was awesome. That was a really magical one. They're all really magical ones, but that one um, in particular was really cool. Got to communicate with some really powerful beings there. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, something that inspiring to say with that is though every moment is magical and there's no magical moment that's more or less magical than another, as our individualizations of consciousness, we do have our preferred and not preferred experiences. So that's totally bad. That's one of your preferred magical moments. <laughs> <laughs> or also to say that every moment you're experiencing is the most magical moment because it is the moment in the ever-present moment of now, not in the future, not in the past. So that's why every next we say it all the time after our episodes. That was the best one ever because it was, it was the one in the moment. <laughs> there a couple, uh, Wanda was asking if she wants to get a reading one day. Um, you can get a reading as soon as you like. Um, uh, had um, hmm, we didn't. So how to how to put it? How, what's the best way to tell her to contact me through this? Should I, can we put up a link to the website? Yeah, I mean, if you could go to shamanswayhealing.com on your website, there are links there to your Instagram. I know you're web guy, so, you know, there's links there to your Instagram. There's your booking calendar, so everything's there. There's a link to his YouTube, so you can, if you just go to shamanswayhealing.com, uh, you can uh, connect with Casey uh, that way. Yep, shamanswayhealing.com. And then um, there's someone else, oh, so I'll leave that up there for another second. Sham uh, and I just wanted to say, oh, well, it's a website, so you don't put apostrophes. But uh, <laughs> I say, uh, website or not, if you're looking on YouTube or searching on Facebook, there's no apostrophe uh, in the shamans part. It's like plural shamans. There, and there's reasons for that. But <laughs> yeah. And he is just doing the work virtually right now. However, um, we're hoping that he might be doing some work out of HHH. So if, an, if you are local um, and you wanted an in-person one, he has a place uh, that he might be able to work out of soon. So. And uh, those Deborah's asking, uh, where does Casey do the massages? HHH. Um, Soon, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Stay, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. Yeah, there's magic in the works. Uh, <laughs> uh, but if, it, if yeah. you are interested, Deborah, you can reach out to me and we can set something up once it actually opens back up in Ohio. Because um, yeah, right now. Need the twelfth or no? Um, that's that. Uh, I don't know if massage therapy falls under that because we are um, 
I get we're actually touching people for an hour. Um, oh, or I thought it was if it's medically necessary. So like a fluff no, so, massage. So that within chiropractic offices, if it's medically necessary, we're already allowed to be doing that. Like right now. Okay. Uh, but on the twelfth is when like more of these kind of things open up. But even then, it, uh, well, we'll see. We'll see where what Governor Dewine decides yep. to do. And the twelfth does uh, that is the day that I'm going to start doing one on one work too. So if uh, if you would like a sound healing or shamanic healing, I do. Uh, I don't do readings per se, but I do what I call intuitive facilitation. So I'm just asking questions and uh, doing it, clearing work around that. And she, as Deborah says, she can't wait. Yeah, but uh, HHH will be open on the 12th. And we're going to be starting to do like hybrid events. So like my in-person concert this month uh, will be, I'm going to max, uh, max it out at six people in person, but then I'm going to stream it. So you can either pay 25 and come in person, or you could just pay 20, save a little bit. And the way I got the really good microphone that's going to be able to pick up a lot of the stuff. So especially if you have like a little surround sound system, you're going to be able to get a pretty good effect of it. I actually... Um, did a test one for a group out in Buffalo and they all loved it. So um, I got, I got the tech and we're going to roll that out as a hybrid event and still kind of uh, minimize how many people are uh, at the center at one time. Ooh, love it. I just was feeling waves of like <laughs> there. Oh, uh, well, and, works. and Casey is planning to be there and he's going to, well, we never ever guarantees when it comes to channelings, but I'm pretty confident that he's going to be doing some light language and some uh, either playing the dish or doing that throat oh, singing. Yeah. <laughs> Both. Yeah. All three. All three. Well, uh, well, that and Willow will sometimes come out because I do a lot of one-on-one -on -one work. And when Willow comes out, she'll play the bowls. And then uh, so I have a little bit more freedom to do other crazy shaman stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, but with a smaller group, maybe I won't need that as much. But either way, it's really fun to create with Willow. She's another one of our friends in the Shamanic Apprenticeship Program. And uh, coincidentally, one of the magical moments, if you go back and watch the first Magical Moment episode, Casey tells a story. And as soon as he's telling I'm like, I know that this is Willow that he's talking about. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. this is great. So, But you got to go watch the other story. She's and in then, the UK. Well, but we're going to be doing yeah. that um, oh, uh, so virtually. Yeah, I wanted to say thank you. Thank you very much. I, I thank you. And then, yeah, um, yeah. So we have a lot of virtual, like Sang was saying, we have a lot of virtual stuff. So, but if you ever happen to be in uh, the Cleveland, Ohio area, we would love to have you for whatever we're doing at the time. But um, in the meantime, yeah, check out uh, where 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 are we directing people for all of this uh, for these virtual. Uh -oh. events? For the for if you go to hhh.life, uh, that will take you to the center website, and it will be under events, and then uh, Sonic Shaman concert. For those of you who don't know, like we, we don't introduce ourselves at every call, uh, but I'm Hank Suttala and my trade name or whatnot is uh, the Sonic Shaman. I, and I found I would have, I have like 20 different domains and every time I would learn something new, I would like rebrand everything I did. They're like, oh, I'm not I'm doing this. And then I finally came to the awareness spirit. It's like, well, you're always you. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, okay, so I'm just going to be HankSuttle.com, and then whatever I'm doing, I just change it. So instead of going through all this effort to make new websites and do different things, it's like, I'm just be me. And uh, th these are all the different ways that I do stuff to express who I'm being in that moment. So, and uh, and I'm Casey McBride of Shaman's Way, um, and uh, yeah, Shaman's Way is a, a, a online and I think in person business. It's it's still being still blooming and blossoming into creation uh, mm -hmm. more and more every day. But um, uh, right now, it's prim primarily focused on the uh, uh, online psychic readings and shamanic healings, which are done uh, uh, also online. Um, 
And then I do, uh, I do shamanic journeying, one-on-one shamanic journeying sessions. I also teach people to communicate with their spirit guides. Uh, so I do one-on-one lessons to teach people to learn spirit guide communication. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's something else we're working on too is online classes. So I know like uh, Casey with that one-on-one teaching, we were just talking beforehand, well, what would it take to be able to roll that out and teach a group of 10 or 20 people uh, like in a virtual setting. And cool. I do virtual classes while I'm a CFMW, which is like my favorite access uh, thing, but it lets me do access classes uh, remotely up to four hours in length. So I'm going to be doing one in place of the bars class uh, this month. I haven't put it up yet, but it's going to be like a four hour, two to four hour. We'll see. I, I Oh, the, the topics that I could go over, there's so many. Maybe I'll do distractor implants or something like that. So distractor implants are these things that um, like anger, fury, hate, rage, uh, envy, uh, all, all kinds. Like think of the seven deadly sins extrapolated a bit. But they're all these energies that distract you from being an infinite being. And it's like the different tools to keep those in check. Or maybe I'll do something else. I don't know. I have a full uh, a, a fresh palette. I can go anywhere with that. So that will be something this month too. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, well, I think uh, I have a reading coming up here, so I think we got to start to wrap this up. No, I think it was already naturally wrapping up, so yes. it was all good. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, so, yeah, um, do we have do we have a wrapping up statement? What do we want to do? <laughs> Let's see. What do we want to do? Or are we just done? Um, I think, uh, well, talking about magic, uh, uh, when, whenever these magical moments happen, um, uh, always be grateful. Say thank you. You know that's a big thing. Um, but what and you know, like I said, every every moment is a magical moment. When you recognize something that makes you really go like, "Wow, that was incredible!" Give just the most gratitude you can feel toward that. Um, and, uh, and you'll receive more and more of those moments. And I don't know why I want to talk about this, but have, have you ever seen, well, we talked about it before, but for the people out there of uh, this old television show that used to be on HBO called Fraggle Rock, right? And it is the most metaphysically inspired show. Like at the very last episode, they finally come to the awareness of the humans, the Fraggles, the Gorgs, they're all the, in the same thing. They're all the magic. So no matter what you're looking at, no matter if it's that big monster or something like that, remember that everything is magic. We are the magic. And what would it take for you to have the awareness and the, and the allowance to perceive the magic and then to step into the role of the magician where you can now create with it? Mm. Oh, I love it. So everyone... Oh. Well, when are we back on? We're going to be back on tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Uh, and then what was it called? The Fraggle Rock? I think. Fraggle Rock, yes. And especially the very last episode. If you watch the last episode, like it, it brings it all together. But if you, like we have it all, I have kids, and this is one of my favorite things. This is what I waited for for those free HBO weekends to binge watch Fraggle Rock if they had it or just to watch because I loved it as a kid. And it's a pun because... They live in Iraq, and the whole thing is music, and the whole thing is super inspired. They had um, well, like one episode, they're talking about reincarnation, but they don't call it that. So, like, if you watch through the lenses of magic, like, there's things that pop out in all kinds of movies, from The Matrix to Star Wars to Fraggle Rock. There are like whoever these writers are, whether they know it or not, the inspiration's coming through. They're putting things there that have gold for people if they are willing to perceive and know it. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But- that could be a whole other talk. <laughs> so yeah. Oh man, why don't we do that one time? We should totally uh, come oh, yeah. up with um, magical moments in media or something like that. That'd be cool. Uh, and then also, uh, so that, that we're back on tomorrow uh, morning for uh, uh, Sir Crazy Shamans, but I may end up going on later today for um, free spirit guide reading. So we'll see. Um, so yeah. 
So everyone, thank you so much for your energy and your attention. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A Nike, a Nike, a Nike. <laughs>